Hey, welcome to the Catholic Coffee Podcast. In this episode, we are going to talk about how Lent has been extended. We're also going to look at how to know if your Lent was good and how this year your Lenten sacrifice may be the most important Lenten sacrifice ever. But before we get going, please consider supporting us on DonorBox or PayPal. The links are in the description below. Or support us by buying our merchandise. The link is also in the description. We need your financial support to keep this podcast going, but the best way you can help us is by sharing this podcast with your friends and family. Thank you for the support. So Lent started this year as normal as it normally does, uh, just before, what, 40 days before Easter with Ash Wednesday and Shrove Tuesday. But things were a little bit different this year. And uh, yeah, it was quite scary how this Lent is potentially going to be extended. Why? Because of that naughty P word, the pandemic that we've just been going through. You know that that CV-19, COVID-19 and uh, the coronavirus. So that's exactly where we stuck at the moment with an extended Lent because the churches are shut down and many things have changed in the way that we're going to be uh, experiencing church in the meantime and, and mass and those sort of things. So just as we get into it, I want to just quickly chat about the origins of Lent because if we know how Lent started, where it came from, it might make more sense as to why we do this crazy thing called Lent. So, this is from uh, this. This is the story of Lent, and it's uh, read about the origins of the forty days of Lent, this, the significance of Palm Sunday, and the other days in the Christian calendar. Lent is the period of forty days before Easter in the Christian calendar. It's a time of reflection for many Christians as they prepare to remember and celebrate the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So what is Lent? For some, Lent is a 40-day period of giving up chocolate, caffeine, sugar, or something else after Pancake Tuesday. So Pancake Tuesday is probably my day. I love pancakes, especially with cinnamon and a bit of sugar. Traditionally, it is seen as a time in which to reflect upon the life and death of Jesus. However much we already know about Lent, the story of Lent is one which reminds us of why it is marked by so many around the world. The arrival of Lent is characterized by pancakes on Shrove Tuesday, a day highly anticipated by all pancake lovers. It's traditionally a day of preparation before the season of Lent begins. The 40 days of Lent represents the 40 days that Jesus spent in the wilderness at the start of his ministry. Jesus fasted during this time in the wilderness, and so Christians identify with the suffering and abstaining from particular foods during this time, including meat, fish, milk, and egg products. It kind of makes it sound a little bit vegan. Shrove Tuesday gets its name from the ritual of striving. This thousand-year-old uh, practice involves a person confessing their mistakes or their sins and receiving absolution for them before Lent begins. So starting Lent, Lent begins on Ash Wednesday, a day of penance or cleansing of the soul. Many Christians will attend Lent services and be marked with a cross of ashes on their forehead. This is a sign of mortality based upon the idea uh, from the book of Genesis that humankind came into the world from dust and will return to it. It's a time to express sorrow over sin and a reminder that Jesus brings freedom from sin. The following 40 days are an opportunity to remember Jesus' death. Mothering Sunday occurs on the fourth Sunday of Lent, which many use as an opportunity to celebrate mothers. I didn't know that. But also all who care for us. Mothering Sunday is thought to originate from when individuals return to their mother's church, typically a main church or a cathedral of the area. It further developed when servants were allowed Mothering Sunday off to return home to their mother church and would often take a rare opportunity to see family. We then enter Holy Week. 
Lent culminates in Holy Week. Holy Week begins on Palm Sunday, a day which commemorates Jesus' triumphant procession into Jerusalem on a donkey. In many churches, the congregation are given palm crosses, whilst others wave palm branches. Occasionally, a donkey is paraded near or even in a church. Now, it depends, I suppose, where you live around the world. The Thursday before Easter is Holy Thursday, or Maundy Thursday. It reminds us of the last meal Jesus ate with his disciples, washing their feet and leading them into the first Eucharist. He foretold his death, drawing a direct parallel between the bread and his body and the wine and his blood. The following day is Good Friday, a day commemorating Jesus' death on the cross. It is a day of mourning when we remember the suffering and pain of Christ. The service on this day provides an opportunity for solemn reflection. So then Easter Sunday, and the calculation of the end of Lent has varied considerably in the Christian uh, history, with different church traditions taking different approaches. If we count 40 days after Shrove Tuesday, then Palm Sunday would be the 40th day. It is now usual in the West to count the last day of Lent as Easter Eve, so that will be the Saturday before Easter Sunday, since the first Christians tended not to fast on Sundays, as they should be a day of celebration of Jesus' resurrection, thus making Easter Eve the 40th day. On Easter Sunday, the church celebrates Jesus' resurrection, fasts are finished, chocolate, Easter eggs consumed, and the resurrection foreshadows the renewal of creation. Good Friday is so called because the death of Christ, as terrible as it was, led to the resurrection, which brought new life to those who believe. Good Friday challenges mere human goodness. It is the nature of Jesus' sacrifice that overcomes the weaknesses of humanity. Some churches will light a particle candle uh, to represent the eternal presence of Jesus as he rises from the dead. The story of Lent is one of sadness and joy, and a story which is still celebrated in diverse ways throughout the world today. So, looking at that, and if we consider how, how our Lent has changed this year, and the reason why it has changed so much is because of what we are currently going through. As I said, that, that naughty P word, the pandemic, the COVID-19, the coronavirus, this is where we're stuck at the moment, and this has changed a lot for us within the church. And this is probably one of the first Easter's that I would have known of in, in church history, anyway, that one that's been spoken about, where we actually haven't had a chance to get to Mass to, to take part in the Eucharist and do what we need to do to remain Catholic, to be Catholic, and you know what is the core and the center of our Catholic faith. So let's have a look and see if you had a good Lent, and how do you know if your Lent was good? So, well, let's see. Lent changed drastically, I think, with the lockdown. If we look at... Um, my Lent and what I did. So uh, normally during Lent, I normally give up something um, quite personal. So I'll keep that to myself. The second thing I normally do is I try to be good to people. So I try to do a little bit of giving as well. And especially people who are underprivileged, people who've got less than I have, and people who are suffering. This Lent, though, for some unknown reason, I decided to join forces with my wife and give up Coca-Cola and chocolate because I'm a bit of an addict of both. Uh, I love the sugar and the caffeine kick I get from Coke and chocolate. And so, yeah, we decided to, we started our Lent off well by giving up chocolate and Coke. And we knew, though, that this coronavirus was busy brewing in the background. I've got some family overseas in Hong Kong, and uh, he ended up traveling for the first three months of the year just to stay away from uh, the Chinese area, from China, because of the, the virus that was coming out there. And so he traveled all over the world. He saw the Northern Lights. He did some amazing things. It was, it was quite spectacular, the photos that he sent us. But we started our Lent quite well, giving up chocolate and giving up... Um, 
uh, Coke, and we saw this coming. And then what happened? Our president announced that we're going into lockdown. Lent changed for me from that day on. In fact, I've got a, a Lenten group that uh, meets once a week for dinner, and uh, we have a dinner and reflections and prayers and whatnot. And one of the guys in the group said, oh, he's really struggling now with his lockdown, and his Lent has just fallen apart and not gone so well. And uh, I'd spoken to our parish priest about this as well, because my Lent fell apart too. And I said to our priest, you know, what do we do? And he said, look, you know, times are different. Times are tough at the moment. And uh, so what I ended up doing is, is, is I said to this guy in this Lenten group who was complaining about his Lent falling apart, I said, look, we're all fathers and uh, we've got families to look after. And this Lent is very different. So it doesn't matter what you gave up. If you faltered at that, you know what? It's okay. I have too. And what I've decided for my Lent to do was to get my family through this situation. So that was the most important thing for me during this Lent. Quite a tricky one, though, because, you know, you make these Lenten sacrifices and you want to stick to them so well and offer it up to God and whatnot, and then you get thrown a curveball. And this curveball was probably one of the biggest ones we've ever faced. And this brings us to how this year's Lenten sacrifice will have huge impact to people around the world. Um, you know, it's crazy what we've, what we've gone through. You know, businesses have failed, people have lost their jobs. But what this Lenten sacrifice has actually done is saved the lives of many people. Now, we know through this pandemic, many have died and many have suffered. But because of our sacrificial efforts in giving up our work, not going to work, staying at home, not seeing family, extended family, or fortunately I'm here with my family, but we're not seeing extended family. But what it has actually done is it has saved the lives of many people by flattening the curve. Now, you know, there's many varying opinions on how this should be handled. And I think the truth is nobody really knows. And it's simply because this is the first time we're doing it. This is the first pandemic of our modern history. And, you know, we've just got to take it as it comes and hope we are doing the best thing. We don't know. And if we do the best thing, thanks be to God for that, but we don't know. So it's a really tricky one uh, to get through. But I think, you know, if we just look at this Lent and go, hey, it feels like this Lent has been extended. We've done the best we can, but we've what we have done has helped save lives, and I think that's what's important. So if we, uh, if we just keep focused, keep praying, and ask for this Lenten season, which is far more than 40 days now, to just pass, and to pass in, in a way that can keep the nation, the people, the world healthy, happy, and holy. So thanks for joining me for Coffee and a Catholic Chat. Stay happy, healthy, and holy. Join me on the podcast. Your stories and opinions will help others with their Catholic journey. Visit our website at www.catholiccoffeepodcast forward slash join us and send me a request to be on the podcast. I believe that your message will inspire Catholics around the globe that have similar concerns and stories to yours. Share your experiences, inspire and motivate others to embrace the Catholic life and let's build a community of believers that share the richness of the Catholic faith. Join me for an inspired, enjoyable Catholic discussion over a cup of coffee. Fill in the form and I will contact you to book a time to be on the podcast. Please remember to share the Catholic Coffee Podcast with everyone you know.